You're listening to LanguageCaster.com's football podcast. Hello fans of football around the world. My name's Damon. I'm in Tokyo. And this is the show for all of you who are wishing to improve your language skills and who want to just talk and listen about football. On the show, we have four sections, and we start with the review of the footballing news last week in The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. We have a main report in the middle of the show, and this week we take a look at the Champions League and the four quarter-final fixtures. After that, it's English for football, and we're going to finish with predictions, and hopefully, hopefully, and hopefully we're going to catch up with Damien, who's over there in London on the show this week. Okay, well, let's kick off with the good, the bad and the ugly. Well, let's start with the good. And uh, Messi is Barcelona's all-time top goal scorer. But to be honest, he's been in our good section so often that this week we're looking somewhere else. Now, it could be Bayern and Dortmund reaching the German Cup final or Napoli and Juve doing the same in the Italian Cup, or perhaps the return of Carlos Tevez and his exquisite layoff for Nazari to score the winning goal for City over Chelsea. All of these were good, but we're going to go back to a week and a half ago and an extraordinary game in Argentina that saw Independiente beat Boca Juniors 5-4 at the Bombonero. Ernesto Farias scored a hat-trick in this pulsating game, Boca had made a comeback from two goals down and were leading 4-3 with one minute to go. Then Farias completed his hat-trick with two goals, one in the 90th minute and then a last-gas winner in injury time. What a game that must have been. What about bad? Well, bad, yes, but embarrassing, banal and narrow-minded are some of the words that come to mind when reflecting on the Premier League chairman Dave Richards' comments last week. Speaking at a sports conference in Doha, Richards aggressively accused FIFA of stealing football from England. He then branded UEFA a gang and said they stole the game from the English too. Although he's not an English FA representative, his words must have damaged the already weak position of England in FIFA and UEFA. England is often accused of being arrogant and many believe this is the reason England was not awarded the World Cup in 2018 or 2022. Richards's rant included comments such as, We gave them the game, we owned the game, we wrote the rules, designed the pitches and everything else. Languagecaster hopes that Richards stops being a little Englander and shuts up. Now over to you, Damien. Well, Damon, perhaps the biggest news in the football world this week has to be the collapse of Fabrice Muamba, the Bolton Wanderers player who is still in a serious condition after suffering cardiac arrest in an FA Cup tie against Tottenham last weekend. In front of shocked players and fans, and that was myself included, medics battled on the pitch to keep the 23-year-old's heart beating and he was finally driven to a specialist heart hospital to receive more emergency care. It was a reminder to all football fans, players and coaches this kind of event can happen even to professional athletes and good medical care should be on hand at all times. Now, in 2007, Clive Clark, a Leicester City player, collapsed at half-time with a heart attack. He was revived and survived. But in the same year in Spain, 
Sevilla's Antonio Puerta tragically died after suffering multiple heart attacks. Like everyone in the football world, we're hoping for a speedy and full recovery for Fabrice. Next, it's our main report. Remember, you can come along to our site and you can see the transcript and uh, get vocabulary support too. After the second round matches of the Champions League, eight teams are left, leaving two teams from Spain and one each from Germany, England, Italy, France, Portugal and surprisingly Cyprus to battle it out to decide this year's best team in European club football. This week, the quarterfinals kick off and we take a look at each matchup. First, Marseille against Bayern Munich. Now, Bayern will be hoping that they can go all the way and play the final at their home ground. They've certainly got the pedigree with four European Cups to their name. They also go into the quarterfinals against the French side with some great form. They're on fire with 22 goals in the month of March alone. Gomez and Robin will be sure to test Marseille, who are currently mid-table in Ligue 1. It's been 20 years since they last won the European Cup, and it seems a tall order for them to progress past the German juggernaut. Next, Apoel against Real Madrid. Now, this is a real David and Goliath fixture. Apoel will be slightly disappointed to have drawn the Spanish giants in the quarters, but on the other hand, what could be more glamorous? The minnows from Cyprus will be hoping that their solid defence can frustrate Real and they can pull off the shock of the tournament. Madrid, on the other hand, will be expecting to win this and will be aiming for a double, a domestic title and the Champions League. If they go all the way, it would make it an incredible 10 European Cups. Benfica against Chelsea In a three-way race for the title in Portugal, Benfica will fancy their chances against a struggling Chelsea side who are trying to salvage their season after getting rid of their coach, Andre Villas-Boas. But on paper, the London club should have too much for the Portuguese outfit. In the Premier League, they're in danger of not qualifying for the competition next year, so winning it may be their only way of being among Europeans' elite next year. Finally, AC Milan against Barcelona. This is the tie of the round. AC Milan with seven titles in this competition, the most recent in 2007, take on the holders and four times winners, Barcelona. The latter are a team that most pundits think are the best team in Europe and they'll be most people's favourites to book a semi-final berth. Although most eyes are usually on their deadly striker Messi, Barcelona are the complete team and will be a difficult nut to crack. If any team can do it, then it could be AC Milan, who are leaders in Serie A. The two teams have met eight times in the Champions League, with three wins to Barcelona, two to Milan and three draws. What about the semi-finals? Well, the winners of the matches between Marseille and Bayern and Apoel versus Real Madrid meet in the semis and you'd expect a Bayern versus Real Madrid semi-final. In the other half of the draw, 
the betting suggests a Chelsea versus Barcelona semi, but I wonder if there might be a couple of shocks as Benfica progress to meet AC Milan. Właśnie słuchasz languagecaster.com Time for a spot of English for football. This week's football phrase is a comeback. This noun is often used with the verb to make. To make a comeback. If a team makes a comeback, they win or sometimes draw a game from a losing position. Perhaps the other team is winning by two goals, 2-0, and the final score is 2-3. This is a comeback. Adjectives are also used in this phrase, typically thrilling, astonishing, stunning, and unlikely. QPR made an astonishing comeback against Liverpool to win the game 3-2. In the Champions League, Arsenal nearly made a stunning comeback against AC Milan, winning the second leg 3-0. But their brave comeback wasn't enough, and they went out 4-3 over two legs. A comeback. Finally on today's show, it's predictions. Okay, here are my predictions. I'm still comfortably ahead of Damien in the prediction race, 133 to 115 points with our guests on 97. Uh, can Damien make a comeback, I wonder? Well, I'm going to start in the Premier League with Chelsea taking on Tottenham. Uh, big game, they're battling it out for fourth spot. Tottenham have had a dreadful run of form recently and uh, Chelsea, of course, coming off that loss to Manchester City uh, 2-1. But before that, they had won three games on the bounce. Um, and I think home advantage is going to see them through here. And dare I say it, I think Torres is going to score 1-0 to Chelsea. Staying in the Premier League, uh, another six points, but this time at the bottom uh, of the table, two rivals trying to avoid relegation and both from the northwest of England, Bolton against Blackburn. Of course, Bolton were involved in that dreadful incident that we've mentioned in the good, the bad and the ugly uh, with Fabrice Mwamba collapsing on the field, their player, of course, and I wonder how that's going to affect them uh, in the coming games. And uh, Blackburn have been playing very well indeed, and I think they're going to win this six-pointer 2-1. And then a game from Japan. We haven't been in the J-League for a long, long time, and that's just kicked off a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think they've had a couple of games so far, and both the teams we're looking at today uh, are undefeated. Kobe against Tokyo. And I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw and they'll both remain undefeated. But their perfect records uh, will go. In Syria, A, uh, two huge teams, of course, Juventus against Inter. But Inter in all kinds of trouble, uh, whereas Juventus are still gunning for the title in second place. And I think uh, they're not going to be stopped or tripped up by Inter here. 2-0 to Juventus, uh, playing in their new stadium, of course. In Argentina, we've been taking a look at a few of the games uh, in the Clausura season. And we've got Arsenal uh, taking on Tigre. Tigre are top of the league so far uh, at this early stage. And Arsenal have had a good run of form recently with two wins on the trot. And I think they're going to cancel each other out here 1-1. 
And another draw, I think, is going to be in the Champions League with AC Milan taking on Barcelona from La Liga. Two huge teams, of course, uh, with especially AC Milan with a rich history in the European uh, Cup. And I think it's going to be a cracking game. 2-2. Those are my predictions. What about you, Damien? Right, here are my predictions for the week. Uh, Big game for Tottenham. Uh, After our disappointing 1-1 draw at home to Stoke, another game I was at this week, uh, we need a win or at least we need to draw uh, to prevent Chelsea from closing the gap. And I think we will get a draw. We'll uh, play well. It'll be 1-1. Chelsea 1, Tottenham 1. Big game down the bottom of the uh, Premier League. And of course, a very emotional game for Bolton fans. It's their first game since Mwamba collapsed on the pitch at White Hart Lane. They're playing their local rivals, Blackburn, relegation rivals, Blackburn. This will finish 1-1. Now, Kobe take on Tokyo in the J-League, and I think uh, Tokyo are going to win this one 1-0 away from home. Big, big game in Italy sees Juventus against Inter, and I think uh, Juventus are going to maintain their Champions League run, and they're going to win 1-0. Now, in the Argentinian Premier League, or the Primera, we have Arsenal against Tigre. Now, I'm a Tottenham fan. I could never support any form of Arsenal at all. So Tigre, the Tigers, are going to win this one 1-0. Now, the Champions League quarterfinals kick off this week, and we've got a huge game AC Milan take on Barcelona. I think Barcelona have turned a corner. They're going to win this one away 1 0. They're my predictions for the week. Enjoy all the football and we'll see you again next week. Bye bye. Tune in next week and uh, enjoy all the football. Ta ra.